Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here is Crystal Sparks. Today we're talking about what prayer isn't. And before I dive into it, I just want to let you know that I'm going to be talking about prayer for the next few weeks. And so if you're interested in starting to see results in your prayer life, if you want to know more about it, and I really believe that God showed me some things that was really going to help you, you want to be sure and be subscribed. Uh, You can do that by hitting the button right down here and also by subscribing to my emails by texting the keyword Wednesday to 33733 so you never miss out on anything that's happening over here on my channel. You know, I heard a quote a long time back and it stuck with me through all the years that we can accomplish more in two minutes of prayer and belief than all night prayer and unbelief. And when you think about that, it's kind of contrary to everything that we've ever thought. In fact, prayer was so powerful that when the disciples were with Jesus, they had seen him open blind eyes. They'd seen the dead come to life. They'd seen uh, raging storms be calm. And the one thing they asked from him was, Lord, teach us how to pray. You know, I think it's interesting because they could have asked Jesus about anything. Ultimately, they could have asked him, Lord, how did you multiply the loaves in the flesh? Lord, how did you calm the storm? But they knew the secret to his power was his prayer life. And then Jesus began to tell them the way that they should pray. You know, over the next few weeks, we're going to unpack this. But to lay the groundwork for this, I think what's most important for us to know is what prayer isn't. I think a lot of us have a bad idea of what prayer is. And to be honest, I think that we're not getting results because we're doing it in the way that maybe we thought it should be done. Maybe it's the way that we saw other people do it. Maybe it's the way that we thought that God wanted us to do it. And just as the disciples asked what's the right way they should pray, I think for us too to approach prayer without any kind of religious mindset and just coming to God saying, okay, I really want to know what prayer truly is. The first thing of what prayer isn't, it's not telling God the problem. You know, one day I was praying and uh, I was praying for a long time and I remember that the Lord spoke so strong to me and said, are you done complaining yet? I was like, Lord, I'm praying. And the Lord was like, nope, you're just complaining. And the truth is most of what we call prayer is just complaining. We go to God and we complain about the finances. We complain about um, all the things that aren't happening right. We complain about our work. We complain about our government. And the truth is we just keep getting more of what we don't want. See, we never go to God oftentimes talking about the solution. We just go to God talking about the problem. And here's the thing is that when you see Jesus praying, he never talked about the problem. He only talked about the solution. He came and he didn't say, oh no, Lazarus is dead. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, and he didn't get people together and say, okay, now we're going to tell God that Lazarus is dead. No, he said, Lazarus, come forth. See, our job in prayer is to talk about the solution. The Bible says that Jesus already knows what we need before we ever ask it. So if he already knows what we need, then what we need to do is to begin to declare 
the solution. Uh, Mark eleven twenty four says, What things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them. Mark 6, 8 says that your heavenly Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Here's the thing, is that we acknowledge the problem, but we declare the solution. We acknowledge, God, you know that this financial situation is difficult, but God, I declare that all my needs are met according to your riches and glory. God, the doctor's report said that I have cancer, but God, I declare that we have a better and greater report. And your word says in Isaiah that by your stripes, I am healed. Father, we declare that Lord right now that all these things that are troubling me and and are holding me back, that God, we declare that you are making a way where there seems no way. Lord, your word says that you make pathways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. See, when we begin to declare the solution instead of talking about the problem, then all of a sudden our words begin to make a difference. Think about God in the beginning. It says in Genesis that there was deep darkness all over all the earth. Now think if God would have wiped his eyes and said, man, it sure is dark out here. Is anybody going to do anything about this? we wouldn't see light today. If he would have looked at the vastness of the earth and didn't create the waters and the land, we would still have the vastness of the earth without water and land. See, God didn't talk about the problem. He talked about the solution. And as he talked about the solution, things began to change. The truth is, the Bible tells us that we are made in the same image and likeness of God. So if we want our world to start to change, we need to start using our prayer life not to complain about the problem, but begin to declare the solution. All right. Are you getting something out of this? Number two, the second thing that prayer isn't repeating the same thing over and over and over again. In Mark chapter six, verse seven, uh, Jesus, when he's teaching the disciples how to pray, he tells them, he says, do not use vain repetitions as like the heathen. In other words, he's saying there's some people who say, pray the same prayer over and over again, and it never produces results. And in fact, Jesus calls the people who use the vain repetition. He calls them heathen, right? So he's challenging them. You don't have to pray the same prayer that everybody prays all the time. And listen, I'm not against all the people that have set prayers that they pray every single day. I'm not against that. But what I am saying is that Jesus is saying, don't make it to be a vain repetition. Something that we do just because it's always been done and it's what we're supposed to do. In 1 Kings chapter 18, there's 400 prophets of Baal. And the Bible says that they made a challenge between their gods and the living true God with Elijah. And they said, we're going to see whose God's about to show up. So it tells us that the 400 prophets of Baal, they, they begged God, their gods, they cried out, they pleaded, and Elijah called over to them after they went on about doing this for many days, the Bible says. And he says, I guess that your God is asleep. Maybe you should cry out louder. And so then they began to wail louder and they were rolling all over the ground and they began to cut themselves to try to get their God's attention and nothing happened. And then the Bible tells us that Elijah poured out some water. He prayed one time and God began to move. See, here's the thing is that their vain repetitions didn't make their gods move. Now, keep in mind, they were praying to gods who are fictitious and Elijah was praying to the one true God. But I think about how many people this looks like their prayer life. They're crying. They're begging God. They're pleading. They're doing all these big demonstrative acts trying to get the attention of God. And the truth is, if they would just declare boldly one time, 
things would begin to change. Think, Jesus said, Who will, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, he'll have whatever he says. He didn't say that you have to say it 20 times. He didn't even say you have to say it 50 times. He just said it one time. And so here's the thing, is don't, don't get so caught up in the vain repetitions. Just be declaring exactly what God told you to declare. Number three, doesn't change God. Prayer does not change God. In Matthew 6, 7, um, he tells us that he doesn't change, that God that God does not change. And here's the thing, is that so many times we're trying to talk God into it. We almost come to God like we're a child pleading to a parent about getting their way. And we feel like prayer is our way of like twisting God's arm and, and maybe if I just ask God enough that he'll do it. But Malachi 3, 6 says that I am the Lord God and I change not. Here's the thing is that God doesn't change his mind. Jeremiah 29 11 tells us clearly what his plan is for his lot for our lives is to give us a future and a hope. So God's plan is always a good plan in our life. Now for us to see that plan revealed takes time and that's the patience part. But while we're waiting in the journey, the waiting isn't for God, us to change God's mind. It's for God to change us in the waiting. See, God's more concerned about who we're becoming than us getting getting all of our prayers answered. He knows that it's more about our character and what's happening on the inside. And he's got a perfect plan that's going to be fulfilled. And oftentimes when we're praying for our finances to turn around or our health situation to turn around, we think the prayer is us trying to convince God to do it. But the truth is God's already willing to do it. He's just getting all the details in order for us to be able to step into it. So, hey, I hope you got something good out of that. We're going to continue this over the next few weeks. So you want to be sure be subscribed to my channel and I'd love for you to share help us get the word out so then that way we can let people know what prayer is it hit the subscribe button give it a thumbs up and comment down below I'd love to correspond with you down there you guys are the best and let's do something awesome for God this week thank you so much for listening to today's content if you would like to further connect with Crystal, text the keyword CRYSTAL to 33733 and follow the prompts. We are so thankful you are a part of our community. Let's do something awesome for God this week.